This is episode three of Integrity Radio. Episode three, season three, in fact. And I'm here again, and so is my co-host here again, making America great again. <laughs> making America geriatric again. <laughs> How you doing, Ben? Good. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Um, so uh, I, I've been listening to your podcast, really enjoying it, really stoked that you're doing it, and uh, um, thank you for the credits you've extended me. I, I'm I'm honored and and humbled. Um, the uh, let me see, what was the last thing that you were talking about on your podcast? Uh, the joy of being the joys wrong. of being wrong. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's great. You know, people uh, people overestimate that. Oh, they do. They do. And to the point now, I, I made this point on my podcast, you know, uh, Cassie's daughter, uh, Jessica, you know, being wrong, admitting, admitting she's wrong, it, it, it literally will send her into a mental shutdown. She will be in tears mm. over, over things of relative minor relevance, you know. Um, and it seems like we are kind of there. I think it's what we were just talking about, that uh, we have reached this place where the ability to be wrong is just, like, not cultivated anymore. Uh, the ability and the enjoyment. I like to be wrong. You know, it's when you learn something, you know. That's right. And the, it's, sadly, this is something that seems to uh, escape a lot of people. Yeah, what was that old quote? I think I, I, I used to say it all the time. You could do me no greater service than prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Yeah. 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 And, and I, when I tell people that, and I don't go around telling people that, when I tell people close to me, or maybe a student that I've had for a while, um, I, I think they just think I'm giving them lip service mm. and, and they don't understand. Or they actually try to prove me wrong just for, you know, like thinking you're doing me a, a favor by, you know, uh, uh, what would be the word for it? Uh, you know, falsely, not falsely trying to prove me wrong, but just, uh, you know, for no good reason. Just trying to play the devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah. Play, uh, I'm sure of the words. You know, I... It's, well, I was just, how was I going to say it? It's, no, uh, oh, that's what I was going to say. Uh, I really like this definition of intelligence. I think it was uh, Hitchens that said it. You know, somebody who's intelligent is somebody who's finally realized how much they don't know. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, everybody in this world is ignorant. And, and so at least, you know, you get anybody can find ways that they're ignorant in. And that it's okay. And then I think I actually got this from you. I think I've heard this on one of the something you had done. But uh, you know, ignorance also off, often comes couched with great arrogance and Ooh, conviction. Yeah. And that's yeah. that's the point. You know, it's okay to be ignorant. What's not okay is to allow your ignorance to turn into arrogance. Yeah. 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 And you see that so often. Mm-hmm. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> it's so prevalent you know and and you know we're symbiotic creatures so remember whenever we point at a at something we're 
we have three fingers pointing right back at us. That's right. And so we have to, of course, recognize that ignorance and arrogance within ourselves. But that's what you're saying is that that's when you've kind of risen above by saying, listen, I know what my weaknesses are. I know what I don't know. Uh, you know, I know the limitations, uh, as Clint Eastwood would say, a man has got to know his limitations. That's right. Right. So, um, yeah. And, and, and the only way you can progress is by knowing where you're wrong. Right. You don't progress by ignoring where you're wrong. Yeah. It, it's it's really interesting, you know. I, I I've had this talk with uh, some of our, our younger kids, Trevor and Nate. It's it's really interesting when you're young, like the, the difficult where you think the difficulties lie. And you know, one of the one of the hardest things that you can do is to figure out what you want to do. Yeah, I think you were saying that last uh, uh, last. I don't know if it was yours or mine. Our our, our uh, our podcasts are going to be meshing. <laughs> no, figuring out what you want to do, figuring out who you are, and figuring out how you're going to relate to your environment is uh, is very difficult and uh, yeah, requires a lot of practice, for sure. Yeah, those things all the time. Uh, it, I think the the thing if we could teach people would be how to fail, fail eloquently. Yeah. You know? Yeah. How to fail. Yeah, yeah, I think you just said it best. How to fail eloquently. Yeah. Efficiently. Yeah. How to fail efficiently. Yeah. Maybe. And maybe that's where celebrity comes from, or people that have been able to fail efficiently. <laughs> well, that's the problem, too. You know, oftentimes you see celebrities now that are celebrities, you know, not for the wrong reasons. You know, if you're a celebrity because you failed and failed and, fight, and finally you've just, through just an incredible amount of hard work, you persevere and you become a, a noticeable at whatever it is you're doing. Well, great. That's awesome that you're famous. People can look up to you, but a lot of people that are famous nowadays are not really like that. I don't know if you saw my post on Facebook from uh, the Yankee Marshall. Uh, he, he has a YouTube vlog, <clears throat> really cool. I like his, uh, like his stuff. He, he's an ex cop and, um, he was talking about how cops being a cop is a different thing. Now is it being, being a cop now is not about protecting and serving. Being a cop now is about obeying and carrying out orders. And in fact, the military, they did a survey and found out the military were, were un, um, not willing to carry out orders against civilians. And they did that same survey on police in the United States and found out that they would be willing. And that's why the police wound up starting to get heavily militarized because they're the ones, the faction that are willing to carry out the orders and not the military. I think that's very fascinating. You can see that on that, on. Uh, that's interesting. That's uh, very. You check out his. Yeah. Well, I, I the reason I brought that up is it, when as you're speaking about this, like actors or or 
you know, diff, just the, all the different job jobs it, all seem to have had this transition, you know, like um, acting. You used to have to be able to <clears throat> act. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oddly enough, you used to have to be a good actor to be uh, famous for it. <laughs> Uh, I think probably the, the maybe I, I don't know if this is true or not. I just throw this out there. Maybe the one area where you really don't see that, where you actually really do have to be skilled in what you're doing would maybe be professional sports. I mean, yeah, yeah. If you're a hack yeah, in professional I, sports. I, yeah. It doesn't matter what kind of mouthpiece you are or how good looking you are. You're, 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 you're not going to make it. I, yeah, I, I suppose I you, you're what you're. I think you you have a certain appreciation for sports that I am definitely lacking. <laughs> I, I I only see one possible equal to religion, <laughs> and worse, <laughs> less artistic. <laughs> but that's uh, okay. Um, so let's see to change the uh the change it a little bit um i was uh, we were working on that that uh, little pistol oh the little cap yeah me yeah. and your dad were working on that little colt cap pistol and that thing was just you know that thing was squashed i think somebody ran over it looks really good now and uh, as we were doing that, I saw this thing, little black barrel sticking out in, in a pile of stuff. <laughs> and I pull it out. And I'm like, Dan, that's a daisy. And he's like, what? I'm like, that's a daisy. He's like, oh, yeah, that, that thing's trashed. You know, the barrel got bent and, you know, it was all rusted out and the paint was all bubbled off of it. The barrel and, got bent uh, because my yeah. dad was attacked by a rat <laughs> when he tried to shoot it with the BB gun, said BB gun. <laughs> Missed the rat. The rat came at him and he started smacking at the rat with the barrel of the BB gun. <laughs> Missed the rat completely. But bent the barrel, bent the barrel. Of the <laughs> Man, that's awesome. He didn't tell me that. <laughs> well, now this this thing has some. So so I pull it out, and he's like, he's like, well, it's yours, you know, because I I pulled it out as if <laughs> I pu I pulled it out as if it were like a dirty magazine they was hiding from my. But damn, what? This is a daisy. What do you have? Why do you have a daisy? <laughs> Are you hiding this for me? He's <laughs> yeah. so nervous. He's like, well, it's yours. It's yours. And I'm like, all right, well, let's fix it up right away. So we, we, we stopped work on the Colt and um, started working on this. And, uh, you know, I, I, start, I sanded, just sanded off the, the rust first thing. And then I went right to metal. And I was like, yeah, why don't you just go ahead and, and strip all the, you know, strip the, the paint off of the whole thing. See, and when he, we'll just blew it. When he first bought it, it had, it must have been just worn off, but there, on both sides right here was a yellow daisy emblem, like just painted on there. Mm. That's hard, hard to believe. I've never seen them that way, but I'll, I'll take your word for it. I, I could now. I mean, I, I mean, you know, it's not like you went through the eighties or anything. No, I mean, I'm remembering that this guy. Like I said, he he bought this gun for us. Well, for me, uh, 1983. So yeah, I was that would be it. I that was about nine it. years yeah. old, yeah. 
They started making these in 1979, the 105B, which is now called the 105B for buck. I'm not quite sure if they called it the buck. This one's not listed uh, in the blue book. Ones of this nature are listed. Um, you know, they're, they're plastic stock and uh, they don't get much um, for them. But what I think is neat about this is that it's still supposedly made in the United States. So, yeah, there is no made in China. And, of course, uh, you know, it cleaned up quite nice. Yeah. All now, listen, around. even though your dad said uh, I could have it, uh, I, I'm going to bow to you. And if you want it, if you want it, it's yours. You know? Oh, man. I might have to take that, actually. There that's you a, go. That's a, that's a good well, piece of... your dog with it. That's a good piece of history. <laughs> I, well, the, uh, sa sadly, you know, I'm, it's been very humbling to find out that... Uh, Animals are perfectly safe for me if I try to shoot at them. Well, they should be. You should never shoot uh, at an animal with a BB gun. And okay, let's, let's, if let's I did, make this if very I, clear. If I did, I, I wouldn't hit them. Yeah. I, I've been very <laughs> humbled to find out that uh, you and my dad are much finer shots than I am. I unfortunately couldn't hit the side of a barn with a BB gun. I was gun trying to remember where I meant the damn thing. It was hitting the rat. It was when the rat came. I know, I know where. Where? Oh. Was it there? Was it there? You know, usually a, <laughs> so a rat was attacking you. Oh, and well, you he, had, tried, he tried to shoot it. And then it came flying at him when he missed. <laughs> and he was smacking the ground like a, one of those whack-a-mole things, you know, where the thing pops up, you got to try to hit it back down. And... Oh, that's funny. That's the rat funny. disappeared unharmed. And my prize beating gun was bent. So what were we talking about out there? Well, let's let's cap that up. We are now happy to say, picking a daisy picking has a daisy. has restored and returned a a, a, a a BB gun to its rightful owner, this is a, to its original and rightful owner. This is a wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> now you got a promise. You got to take care of that now. Oh yeah, you can't right let now. that go. Go. Uh, uh, yeah, you, you, know, you can't let your dad have that, and just so he can go beat up rats with it. This will go right in the, uh, right <laughs> in the, the gun safe. One of the new ones. Oh, very nice. Now, what, do you remember what we were talking about? We, out there? we were just getting. We were talking about the being wrong, and and uh, and then history repeating itself. And history repeating itself. That's yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then, learning from history. Learning from yeah. history. Learning from history. Uh, learn from history, or you're doomed to repeat it. And the Russians, the whole Russian thing, where the Russians didn't, uh, you know, what, what, what was the claim that the Russians uh, had pitted us against each other with well, the, okay. the memes? And we, the, we're whatnot. so we're. I was. I had been watching a uh, video, uh, an interview Sam Harris did. What I can't remember. Right with name. the woman that's an analyst. She's uh, an analyst. Yeah. And she is was one of the people uh, principally responsible for analyzing the effect that the Russian misinformation campaign had not on just the election itself, but also on people's perceived. People's perceptions right. of, of politics and 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 and, and how uh, how you know they're, they're, what they what the Russians were doing was specifically designed to com continue to fragment American society and continue to try to divide people and to drive wedges drive those wedges further and further deeper. Damn Russians! Uh, um, 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the Russians are essentially uh, doing to us what we did to them, uh, trying to uh, break our country apart, how we broke their country apart. Uh, but they had the, um, the advantage of the Internet. <laughs> right that was uh now, we how were did talking they, about that now right? you were you were yeah. talking about how uh, we did this to them back uh uh pre world war ii pre or cold war cold war that yeah well i mean uh, i think we what we were getting into was that it's really hard to understand any of this if you don't understand history going back to at least uh, the mid to late 1800s. Oh, that's right. The, industri right. the Industrial Revolution. Yeah, and then you had the Industrial Revolution and how that changed the landscape. And then, you know, what, something I was thinking about was how patriotic we uh, get, you know. That's what the Yankee Marshall was talking about, how we get really patriotic regarding cops, you know. And, and everybody's military cops and you know yeah, military yeah. especially and, and um and how retarded that is especially for the gun community because the cops are not in general uh pro cops now sheriff's departments are different because they're elected officials so depending on the community right but uh in general uh the cops are uh, not in uh, pro gun and so um you know it got me thinking about how we're so um, patriotic when it comes to uh, going to war and the military when the, they're really not fighting over what they think that they're fighting for. They're not fighting for what they think they're fighting for. Yeah, in fact, they're just what being a, sent to their deaths. One, one of the things that really, really, pardon my French, it really <laughs> fucking annoys me is... Um, this whole this whole uh, slogan that they push on us, uh, you know, uh, fighting for our freedom. Mm. Our yeah. troops are over there fighting for our freedom, and it's just such a load of bullshit designed to whip up patriotic fervor to support basically us. You know, money. It, it all comes down to money and and, and control and control. Yeah, it has yeah. absolutely nothing to do with our yeah. freedoms in the United States and populations. And it's ridiculous you know, to think otherwise. I mean, I, I want to jump the gun here. I, I am very pro freedom. You know, um, I enjoy my my gun rights and and all that kind of stuff, right? But I understand where it's all going and how it can all last. We got too many people and too many uneducated, too many, specifically too many emotionally unintelligent people yes, yes. Um, that can't handle, as Jack Nicholson would say, freedom, you can't handle freedom. Or freedom, you can't handle. So, you know, this is the world that we're kind of coming into. We're leaving the world that we, you know, uh, that we once knew, mm -hmm. you know, and yeah, so, yeah. and I understand it. I understand how the, the, this massive population and this lack of, of education, <coughs> emotional intelligence specifically, um, is and how that plays out in the control department, how to control society and masses, you know, and then where sports and religion and all that oh, comes yeah. into play. Sure. So, but and then of course, fast forward this whole conversation, space travel. 
Space travel. <laughs> Mars. Mars. We're going to colonize Mars, I know. Well, it's the only thing left. We are, the thing about we are the I'm not explorers. Going. I'm staying here. Oh, well, me neither. But I'm just saying, we are explorers. <laughs> I'm not going to Mars. Staying. Well, we're not going to Everest either, right? But That's I'll tell you what, when you were younger, you probably would. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's so why old what? people have to die. What? <laughs> what the fuck's in Mars? I mean, you're going to be in a fucking bubble all your life over there. Oh, yeah, that's not happening here on Earth. <laughs> terraforming, Dad. They're going to terraform it. Yeah, we do everything with terror. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, I read a good book about colonizing Mars. It was actually really fascinating. But... So the, the movie What's it called? Uh... What's his name? Oh, with Matt Damon, the, yeah, the Martian. The, the, the <laughs> no, it was a movie. It was a, a it was a book. I can't remember the name of it, but it was a book about. Uh, uh, it was a fa- it was a fiction book, but it really was kind of had a lot of science to it that was very plausible. And it was, was it the something project? I can't remember, but it was they would went into how they would terraform it, how they would start introducing plants, start basically producing carbon dioxide. You yeah. have carbon dioxide, and pretty soon you can have an atmosphere. Yeah. You know, and, they, and it was they went into this whole thing, and it was it was fascinating. I really, really enjoyed the book. Then it was like the Galactic well, Project. There or was something some like guy that, that uh, planted one of these uh, enclosed solarium biosphere. He hadn't watered it in fifty years. Wow! Well, my favorite one is growing in there. Wow! They did this. They'll, they'll take a, a sealed glass case, and I can't. There's a way that they feed it. But it's a sea, it's a sea, a completely airtight container, and all it has in it is a one small plant and one mouse, and they both balance perfectly. The mouse mouse produces enough carbon dioxide breathing to keep the plant alive, and then the plant scrubs the carbon dioxide and produces enough oxygen to then keep the mouse alive. So they just need to turn us into mice. <laughs> That's what that book of mice or men is all. You're just about. gonna walk around in a glass bubble with a little plant inside of it. <laughs> what the hell? It'll be your buddy. What the hell does a mouse eat? They, I forget how they they feed it. Like they feed it somehow. Like I can't. But yeah, it's, I think it this an, is just a, a frame of forty eight hours. <laughs> maybe maybe it was. Maybe it, I didn't read a lot. It wasn't like something I read a lot. But I remember seeing it. And it was yeah. Maybe it was a very a fairly short period of time. Yeah. Well, all right. So what's next on uh, your next podcast? Oh, I, you know, I, boy, I've been having <clears throat> my podcasts I've done up to this point have all been off the cuff, so to speak. No, no, not scripted, not, uh, not, uh, uh, you know, no notes or anything. Just, just talking about whatever I was uh, feeling at the time. And I, God, I go back and listen to it. <clears throat> I've gotten a little bit better, but I'm such a mush mouth still <laughs> trying to, trying to like do off the cuff. So I'm thinking my next episode might be a little more scripted just so I, I sound a little polished uh, in, in which case, I'm going to have to try to find something to sell. 
I don't have to try to find some idea I want to just sell, and I don't have to write up a little script oh. for it. You, you, told, you told me that. <laughs> you know what the problem with, with, with one person? With, you got to chase people away right away. The, the thing with one person speaking, you got to keep. keep yeah, going. you got to I mean, keep going. You know, you got to pause of 10, 20 seconds. Pretty soon you're, uh, pretty soon you're going off. Um, um, well, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, so yeah. Um, so yeah. So to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, to be honest with you, yeah. Um, really, it's, I mean, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, that's man. funny. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> If I could just go back and edit out all of the ums and <laughs> yeah, really. Well, I've done that, and it's. I'd probably wind you, up with like two and a half minutes. You could actually, in my first season, I, I did that. I was tweaky enough to go and take out of all the ums and uhs, and uh, it was interesting, you know. But I, I, again, that honesty thing, you know. It's burning. Like, you know, the movie, did you see, um, uh, oh, 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 geez, what is the, uh, uh, futuristic movie about, um, oh, I've seen them all. The one where the asteroid hits the earth. No, he goes back and he goes into the future and, uh. Idiotopia or something. What the hell was oh, it? Oh, 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 uh, Twelve months. Idiocracy. Idiocracy. Thank you. Jeez, yeah. that was going to give me a brain. Yes. Idiocracy. That Idiocracy. Was a, that yeah. was a good. That was well, a, that was a good. Movie. One of the things that I might have slipped everybody, but Costco was the main place. That's where we went to college. That's where you did everything, right? And then Costco was, and the world was run by Hawaiians. Everybody was fucking Hawaiian, and so. It's funny because in Hawaii, when the president was a black weightlifter. Oh yeah, the Camacho. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but what's funny in when they used Gatorade for everything. Yeah, the Hawaiians. The one thing in Hawaii that you don't want to go is be smart, right? You go to Hawaii and they go, "Oh, well, you smart. Oh, well, you right? smart. That's where you get scrapped. You get lickings. <laughs> you get like beef. If you you want to be smart, you like you know act smart, right? So. It's funny that was that whole thing was never the going, motif never going for idiocracy. Ever <laughs> never going to Hawaii ever again. I've seen it, but I can't remember. It was good. Idiocracy. Yeah. It was good. I, I didn't like the ending, but you know they, they they had to end it somehow. But other than the ending, it was probably the greatest movie in the world with uh, the most blah ending. I don't, know. I don't know how I would have ended it myself no. either. But after watching Stone. No, it'll get you stoned just watching it. So that's what you got to watch it's, out. It's yeah, you'll test. Man. You'll test high for THC after watching that. Yeah. <laughs> the guy goes to jail and he's like, he's like in the line, like intake, you know, and he's just like sitting there. And all of a sudden he like gets it. Like, cause he's like a guy from the past. So he's like regular, you know, like all of a sudden he gets it. He's like, he's like in the line and he just walks over to one of the guards and he's like, oh, he goes, I think there's been a mistake. I'm actually supposed to be getting out today. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the, long, I'm in the wrong line. The guard's line. like, well, you're in the wrong line. You need to be standing in that line over there then, and then you can get out. You dumbass. You dumbass. Know? <laughs> so the guy just walks over to the other line and gets right out of jail. You know? It's hilarious.
<laughs> yeah, what we have here is an idiocracy. <laughs> I like the judge. The judge is my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> it's this is the I I can't think of his name. Yeah, the judge was great. What we have here, <laughs> hey, when, when all else fails, you let it all hang out, right? That's right. That's right. That's right. Oh, did we go seventies? Fat bottom girls, <laughs> let it all hang out. <laughs> so, all right. Well, uh, I think this is an end of. Yet another fine episode of Integrity Radio. This has so far become more of a talk show <laughs> than it has a uh, music radio we show. So, we need sound effects. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we could add it by way of anchor, but we'll, mm. we'll leave those out. <laughs> Three guys, man. We need some farting noises, you know. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> So, all right, well, thank you for listening. You can check out what is your uh, handle, your uh, hashtag, good the, buddy. The Secular Humanist. The Secular Humanist over on Facebook. On Facebook, and then Ben Jacobson on Anchor, I believe. Are you public? Uh, yeah, you, I'm public you on accept Anchor. public people? Yeah, I don't yeah. accept public people. On that. Not everything. I'm still, I'm still figuring out the yeah. ins and outs of Anchor and kind of how to figure out where everything's at and you know, so I'm still I'm getting it down but I'm there's still a few things I haven't quite so is it secular humus or the secular humus the secular humus. the secular humus you can check that out over on Facebook you can see all my all my podcasts are up there so you can also check out integrity radio on Facebook where I do uh well I don't think I have to do anything on Facebook on integrity radio it's just a Facebook page called uh the art of integrity the art of integrity and uh hey if you like bb guns you should definitely check out pickingadaisy.com cool uh, uh picking a daisy does wonderful things like restores daisies and then even in some cases restores them to their rightful owners oh oh i want to tear up I want to tear up, okay? Uh, <laughs> so, uh, all right. We'll see you next time. Here's the new song for the day. Titled, More Butter.
scratch where butter can itch. Melt butter, whip butter, whip butter, broom butter, witch. A butter brother from another mother likes his butter cold. Better brother with brother from another never gets old. Hey Ben, this is Z over at Integrity Radio, an excellent episode on celebrity. And uh, yeah, I always have to remind myself that uh, done is better than perfect. That's a great one. I didn't make that up. I heard it somewhere. Um, so on celebrity, yeah, you know, the thing about celebrity, it's hard work to maintain celebrity. Uh, we should always appreciate that. And then celebrity may have screwed up more. And what I mean by that is, you know, people that are very successful, the reason they're successful for the most part is they have screwed up more than your average person. So I think we need to appreciate that. And also that we create celebrity. So they don't invent themselves. They are fulfilling a service to mostly magical thinkers. All right. Ah, ah, ah.
This is Ben Jacobson, the secular humanist. We are broadcasting live right now with Trevor and uh, Jack. I won. I won the shooting. And they are shooting the two BB guns that uh, the one that. Z, you and my dad just, uh, Z and uh, uh, Dan Jacobson just uh, refurbished for me today. <laughs> and the other one that was given to me on my birthday. So the guys are out here and they're dinging cans. Hey, you ready to go again? So, yes. yeah, I just had to uh, do a quick recording here and uh, I'm gonna go three. <laughs> so, talk about these guys. I should actually film a video. Yeah. 